You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hello, this is Tim Rice. Welcome to episode 17 of my podcast, Get Onto My Cloud. I'm recording this episode of Get Onto My Cloud shortly after the opening of a concert version of Jesus Christ Superstar in the Regent's Park Open Air Theatre, which, at the time of this recording, 23rd of August 2020, I haven't yet seen. The show has had terrific reviews, which, from my point of view, is very nice, but much more important is the fact that the director, Tim Sheeder, and the entire company of this superstar have brought live theatre, albeit in largely concert format, back to London while plenty of COVID-19 restrictions are still in force. Of course, they followed all the rules and regulations, but have clearly demonstrated that with imagination, talent and determination, the show can go on. They've also demonstrated the public's longing for a return to sanity and theatrical-based live entertainment. So, as my thank you to Tim Sheeder and his team, I thought I'd play the very first recording of any track from Superstar, the Murrayhead single, released on the 21st of November 1969, billed simply as Superstar, from the forthcoming rock opera Jesus Christ, which was recorded way before most of the rest of the allegedly forthcoming opera was even written. Look 
The wonderful Murray Head, plus the Trinidad Singers, the Grease Band and the Andrew Lloyd Webber Orchestra. Nearly 51 years old, that recording. Yikes. I did bang on about the original JC Superstar recordings in Get On To My Cloud Number 7 if you want more info about that early recording, but I wanted to mark my enormous appreciation for the Regent's Park Open Air Theatre's achievements this month. And what better than the first recording of a piece by me and Andrew that started it all for us. Before I was lucky enough to become involved with Disney animation in the early 90s, I hadn't written very much for cinema. JC Superstar had been filmed in its entirety by the great Norman Jewison in 1973, but apart from that, I'd only occasionally contributed lyrics to songs for movies. The first two were thanks to Andrew being invited to write the score for the complete film. The first of these was Gumshoe, the directorial debut of Stephen Frears, a picture starring Albert Finney as a bingo hall caller whose fantasy that he is a private detective drops him out of his depth into serious criminal activities. We wrote a retro rocker, retro even in 1971, entitled Baby You're Good For Me, which was sung at the end of the film by Roy Young, whom I'd first come across when I was Pond Life at EMI Records, when Roy was keyboards man with Cliff Bennett and the Rebel Rousers. In fact, the first top 10 hit recording session I ever attended was Cliff Bennett and the Rebel Rousers' cover of the Beatles track, Got To Get You Into My Life. Roy's track for us, Baby You're Good For Me, was never actually released as a single, nor is there, as far as I know, an album of the Gumshoe score, but the movie's available on DVD and doubtless gettable on one or more apps somewhere. It's a good picture, with a great cast backing up Albert Finney, including Billy Whitelaw, Frank Finlay, and Maureen Lippmann. And it was Stephen Freer's directorial debut. Then Andrew was asked in 1974 to write the score for The Odessa File, starring John Voigt, based on the bestseller by Frederick Forsyth and directed by Ronald Neem. The movie was set in late 1963, and a new Christmas song was required, which had to be reminiscent of that era. We wrote a number entitled Christmas Dream, which was more than reminiscent of Elvis's 1961 hit Wooden Heart, even down to a verse in German, almost too reminiscent. This number was issued as a single, and I was thrilled to know that Perry Como would be recording it. Perry's version limped into the bottom of the Billboard Hot 100, our first chart action in America since Superstar three years before. Brilliant though Perry Como was, I don't think Christmas Dream was my finest hour. I do recall that the opening couplet, a rather cringe-making, watch me now, here I go, all I need's a little snow, was misinterpreted as a reference to cocaine in certain circles, but even this unintentional bid for hip acceptance failed to boost sales. But it still gets played once or twice every Christmas. Watch me now, here I go, all I need's a little snow Starts me off, sets the theme, helps me dream my Christmas dream Every year I dream it, hoping things will change And into the crying, the shouting, the dying And I hope you will dream it too it's Christmas, remember, we've got to remember So light the light, I'm home tonight I need you to warn me, to calm me, to love me To help me to dream my Christmas dream Crazy things 
said and done every single day but one Every night should I believe be the same as Christmas Eve Night should all be silent, they should all slow down And into the hurry, the noise and the worry And I hope you believe that too It's Christmas, remember, there's no one remember The whole world needs a Christmas dream We need it to warm us, to calm us, to love us To help us to dream our Christmas dream Christmas Dream by Perry Como, most recently covered by the late Terry Wogan and Alid Jones. An interesting combination. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The next screen action I got was a commission from Robert Stigwood in 1975 to write a song for a TV movie of John Osborne's play, The Entertainer, that he was producing with music by the triple Oscar winner Marvin Hamlish. Osborne's story of a fading vaudeville song and dance man had been filmed originally back in 1960, starring Laurence Olivier. This new version was to star one of my favourite actors ever, Jack Lemmon. Marvin and I wrote The Only Way to Go, which Lemmon sang in the film, and the song was subsequently covered by two other giant names of the entertainment world, George Burns and Bing Crosby, no less. Here's Bing from his final album. Like most people everywhere I'm not a millionaire But what will shock the western world Is I don't even care And it's the only way to go And it's the only dream I know I'm contented just to be Uncomplicated me So don't dig any deeper What you get is what you see And I'm the only man you'll find Who likes nothing on his mind Oh, three cheers Draw me a beer Watch my dreams become real Please don't go I want to tell you how happy I feel 
Like there's nothing much to lose I never get to blues When you've been down as long as me Then everything's good news And that's the only way to go And it's the only dream I know Till they take us to that bar up in the sky And up's the only way to go And it's the only dream I know Still a thrill to hear Bing singing my words almost as magical for me as Elvis doing the same, when Andrew and I managed to get a song of ours included on the final album released during his lifetime. I wrote again with Marvin Hamlish when another legend, Lauren Bacall, needed a couple of songs for her 1981 movie The Fan. But for me, my most exciting venture into film soundtracks, pre-my Disney work, began with a phone call out of the blue from James Bond music maestro John Barry. I'd met John a few times, but hadn't got to know him that well, partly because he lived in America a lot of the time. So I was very surprised and, of course, delighted to receive an invitation to write the words for the next James Bond film song. I asked John what the next Bond epic was to be called, hoping for a romantic title along the lines of The Spy Who Loved Me or Diamonds Are Forever. Octopussy, said John. Gulp. This didn't sound to me like a title that could inspire romantic, exotic or even dramatic action. Erotic, possibly. Maybe that's what they had in mind. But clearly not, because John then said, although it's the title of the movie, they don't want the song to be called Octopussy. Phew. It's up to you, he continued, to choose a title. And John wisely suggested that I submit half a dozen titles to the producers. There was a pretty good chance they would like at least one of them. And they would feel that because they'd chosen it, they would retain enthusiasm for it and even like it. So that's what I did, having been given a vague outline of what the Octopussy storyline was. The title they chose from my six possibilities was All Time High, and that title was used in the movie publicity. Quote, James Bond's All Time High, screamed the posters with pictures of my favourite Bond, Roger Moore, in various poses with an apparently eight-limbed Dawn Adams and sundry weaponry. To my enormous regret, I cannot recall any of the five rejected titles and cannot even find a copy of my letter to Cubby Broccoli and his team, which presumably listed them all. But everybody seemed happy with all-time high from the kickoff, and my other suggestions were clearly filed under Not Wanted on Voyage. I actually think now that it would have been more interesting to have written a song called Octopussy, which could have been sexy and suggestive, like Don Black's brilliant lyric for Diamonds Are Forever. Tastefully suggestive, of course. 
Anyway, all-time high it was, and the next question was, who's going to sing it? For a while, Laura Branigan was in the frame. She'd had some recent international hits, notably the massive seller Gloria. She was a terrific singer and had had considerable success throughout the ages. I thought she was an excellent candidate. I also couldn't see why the incomparable Shirley Bassey wasn't considered. In the end, the choice was Rita Coolidge, apparently the favourite of both Cubby and Barbara Broccoli. I was very happy with Rita Coolidge. I sort of did some research by reading an early screenplay and by visiting the Octopussy set at Pinewood, where I watched some of the actual shooting, although I spent more time having a fascinating lunch with the charming Roger Moore, whose double seemed to be doing more work than Roger that day, as there were quite a few sequences in which Bond was only visible from behind. The soundtrack was recorded in London in April 1983, and I breezed along to one or two of the sessions to meet Rita Coolidge and Phil Ramone, who was producing the song. According to Wikipedia, Rita recalled some years later that I turned up late with the lyrics, which I don't remember, but I suppose is possible. But the atmosphere on the session was good, and everyone seemed confident that this was another Bond smash. To be honest, it didn't turn out to be one of the most celebrated of the Bond songs. Although the film was as successful as most Bonds had been, All Time High didn't really set the charts alight, certainly not in the UK, where it peaked at a less than inspiring 75. It staggered into the American Top 40, but really paid off in the US adult contemporary charts, where it was number one for four weeks. It never looked likely to pick up even an Oscar nomination, let alone an Oscar, but if truly sensational Bond songs such as Diamonds Are Forever and Goldfinger hadn't won Oscars, there wasn't going to be much hope of All Time High getting one. For some reason, it seems somewhat easier for Bond songs to nab awards in recent years. But All Time High's had a few interesting cover versions, notably one by Jarvis Cocker, and every time I've heard it sung live, it seems to go down as well as any in my repertoire. It's certainly one of my top earners, and as it was probably a bit dated in 1983, hasn't really dated any further at all. And, at the end of the day, I can say I wrote a Bond song, which, I'm glad to say, features on most of the James Bond Greatest Hits albums, even if it was not really one of the greatest. But, in my twilight years, I've got quite fond of it. Distraction for an hour or two Had no intention to do The things we've done
Onto My Cloud, episode 17, written and presented by me, Tim Rice, and produced by Peter Holtz. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs> 